0: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
1: This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 3, Episode... I forget what episode it is. You just told me, Andy. 89. 89 i'm having a brain fart because i'm looking up one of the topics that we will be covering today and we are in the dog days of august uh the mets have dropped two to the yankees so the Mets season has come to an end and it's uh you know it's about to be you know nhl season september is for me the official countdown to the nhl season because once october is here it feels like hockey's here like the fall's here hockey's here september is that transition month where you know you know put away your shorts and you get ready to pull out your your thermals and your jeans and you know you maybe uh you start looking for the the pumpkin lattes uh
0: on the weekend so andy i have to start every podcast with how are you doing I'm doing good. Well, I was doing good, and then I remind you this is episode eighty-nine. So now I'm just missing Pavel Buchnevich all over again. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, you know, reunited, and it feels so good. Uh, you know, it's stunk to come back being ready, and then obviously you and I for we just uh, the timing of me getting back later for my trip, and you know, you had other uh, commitments. So the fact that we couldn't uh, when I got back. I had to do the solo, but, um, yeah, we're back now and that's, uh, and luckily it, it you know, we've had some hockey news in the last few days. So uh, finally there's stuff to talk about, which is nice.
1: Yeah. I missed the ending of the world juniors. And as one of our listeners has reminded me, on um, the previous podcast I was on, I called it the world junior classic, which I mean, I mean, it yeah. might.
0: Hockey adds the word classic to everything. It just makes it. It's the
1: winter classic, the world junior classic, the Stanley Cup classic. It just fits with hockey. So I'm not I'm not going to take the L on that one. I'm just I'm just going to roll with it. And for now on, it's world junior world junior classic. So, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, that was a crazy ending. Uh, I know that's probably not one of the things that you expected to talk about right off the bat, but, uh, that was probably one of the more bizarre endings I've ever seen to that tournament. And it just seems like that tournament always has like exciting endings or just like wild games that are just memorable. And, you know, whether that's the outdoor game and stuff like that, you know, know, Finland, Kako, you know, as a Ranger fan and now that how he saved the goal and it McTavish saves the goal. And just that whole sequence of events was just absolutely crazy. The ending of that tournament, you know, even though U S got knocked out pretty early and, and unfortunately, you know, for them, that was an early exit and unexpected early exit. So, uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it because that was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. You know, um, as far as the U.S. getting knocked out early, it didn't surprise me considering they really – had uh, some of the weaker goaltending they've had in the last few years. Um, yeah, and also some some players, you know, some top-line players for them uh, weren't able to come. You know, they were um, – you know, I mean, and also, obviously, Canada getting McTavish, who was a guy who honestly in all – you know, obviously is eligible, but he could very well at least step into the NHL, uh, you know, next season – um, but he wanted to, instead of get ready for his uh, ducks training camp, he wanted to come here and uh, obviously good for Canada that he did. But, um, as far as the Rangers are concerned, you know, they had seven prospects representing them, which is awesome to, to be a team that's in the, um, to make it to the Eastern conference final and also have seven pro- of your prospects playing the world junior. That's a, that's pretty good, you know? So, um, yeah, I thought all, all in all, you know, I thought me, as far as Brett Barard's concerned, I thought he had a better tournament last year, but you know, you still find, it was obviously, I think the, the, the biggest note about Rangers prospects of how physical they were and that four of them got uh game misconducts, you know, I think it's been right. boy, Steven on, on Twitter, uh, shout out, step boy, Steven said that's the most by any of clubs, NHL clubs prospects ever. So, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, they, they have some, they've clearly have taken that edict of getting harder to play against and drafting, uh, competitive players to heart because, you know, Brennan Othman had so many hits and he's got, he's getting, uh, he's stirring it up in the handshake line, or at least his antics from the game is drawing the ire of opponents in the handshake line. And those having a, a plethora of those players who can potentially one day join your team is not a bad thing. But obviously as I, and I mentioned this in the last podcast is that you don't want to get yourself knocked out of the, you know, kicked out of the game. You got to play, you know, within the, within the, you know, within the line. So but it's good to know that they have just competitive guys that are that are not afraid of mixing it up. So between... Well, you know, I do want Yeah, so go ahead.
1: Well, not to get you off. I mean, no, go ahead. there's also a line where you got to draw the competitiveness because we every, all Ranger fans, including myself, kind of love the Elias Anderson move where he threw the medal into the into the uh, stands. And that just didn't translate to the NHL. So there's got to be a point where, you know, I, I love the competitiveness, competitiveness Of these players, but I just hope that, you know, there is another level to their game that it's not just, you know, you know, uh, I don't know, kind of more defines their character rather than, um, you know, than just the competitive spirit, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah, no, I I definitely get that. And uh, uh, yeah, let's hope, (laughs) you know, I obviously Liz Anderson um, with that whole thing. Also, I feel like that coming after the game. I, I like the fact that most of the, these prospects; these are, you know, in-game competitiveness and not so much like, you know, claiming to have the fire, but you don't really see the way it materializes on the ice. So, yeah, uh, no, all I, I, in all, I, to put a pin in, and I thought the yeah, I thought of all the Rangers prospects, you could obviously say Dylan Grand as Team Canada's goaltender, had the best tournament, and he was as good as he needed to be. You know, that last the gold medal game was a little helter skelter at times and obviously not. He was left out to dry on that last almost goal, but you know, thank God Mason McTavish was there and just rock star shit for the, from him. What a tournament he had, you know? Um, and, and he might even come back next, you know, for, he's still eligible for the next one as is Brennan Hoffman. So uh, I believe McTavish eligible for the next one, but I assume he's just going to make the ducks and he's going to be away laughing. So, but fun tournament. Glad they got it uh, wrapped up you know, considering it was rescheduled from the winter with the COVID related issues. And the good news about having such a late hockey term is like, like you just mentioned up top, James, is that the NHL season is and training camps are little, literally right around the corner. So, uh, yeah, it was nice to, you know, end the summer, uh, with at least some competitive hockey to watch.
1: Andy, my last question about the world junior classic championship, uh, classic is, How do you feel about having it during the summer? Because I know there's a sentimental value and I loved watching it growing up right around, you know, Christmas break, the holiday break, the holidays are around. It's the middle of winter. It's just a great time of year to have that tournament, but it was also nice to have some, you know, competitive hockey and you know, the juice is flowing in the middle of the summer uh, in, you know, in August. So I just want to get your thoughts on, you know, if you would, if you were in charge and you had the option to make that change, would you do it in the summer?
0: No, I, I, like I said, it was nice for this extenuating circumstance with the pandemic and everything. But I ultimately, I, I I think in terms of potential injury to players, I think it's obviously a lot smarter to have it in December. Um, Because if you get injured right before training camp, that can really, you know, if you have a rookie or just the fact that they if they win and they're partying and then they show up uh, a little, you know, (laughs) worse for wear to training camp. Uh, Yeah, I, I just I think it's just for all the reasons you mentioned, just being tied into Christmas and even the weather. They got very they were talking a lot how lucky they were you know, that it, the weather was really nice because in the summer it can be either humid and rainy, especially out you know, up in uh, Western Canada. So they were, they felt very lucky. They talked about how nice it was and how al- almost outside the norm it was because they were, everyone was afraid that the ice was going to be a, a swimming pool, but the humidity relative to that time of year usually was not so bad in the heat. So they got lucky because it could have been, it could have been a lot worse. Um Yeah. So no, ultimately, I I, I think I enjoy it as a Christmas experience, too. You know, I think it's just you get the warm, the warm
1: fuzzies. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I I would enjoy that tournament no matter what time of the year it was. Um, Yeah, it just, you know, I I, selfish me as a fan kind of liked having something to look forward to in the summer uh, for hockey, because, you know, obviously right now, especially August, it's there's not too much to talk about. I mean, there are plenty of things to talk about, but there's not a whole lot, you know, specific things that, you know, you can analyze as a podcast. So, um, yeah, no, I I enjoyed it in the summer. I will enjoy it, you know, uh, during that, you know, holiday season and New Year's and, you know, always fun watching a New Year's game, uh, you know, right before the countdown. So, All right, Andy, uh, next topic, if you want to roll right into uh, NHL, is it 22 or 23? I think it's the 23, right? They usually do it uh, NHL 23 cover. Uh, This is not really a shocker because, you know, obviously, you know, the video game is going to be selling to kids and, you know, you kind of want younger faces on there. Uh, You want to change things up a little bit, Uh, you know, you know, I want to hear your thoughts on the, on the cover. Yeah.
0: So obviously today, as James and I record this on a Wednesday, um, they released the cover for NHL 23, which I assume is going to drop sometime, uh, in, in either early October or sep- late September. You know, I could look it up, but I won't. Um, uh, and the cover athletes were Trevor Zegris and, uh, Sarah nurse, uh, which is cool. You know what I mean? I mean, Zegris obviously is an obvious, uh, is an obvious choice just considering the, the, the year he had last year and just some of the the Zegris magic he was creating. And he's just, he's literally the perfect NHL there for, for a cover. Right. Um, and honestly, I, I feel similarly about Sarah nurse and just how, you know, an up, up and coming star in the women's game and, you know, she's high profile, uh, player and she's also nasty and it's just, yeah, I just think it's cool, um, for the two of them to, to share the cover. I mean, it's weird because it's it's one of those things that you shouldn't it's like you shouldn't really care about who the cover athlete is, because it, at the end of the day, it's like you don't read too much into it. But at the same time, it's like I I in the past have found myself getting getting, you know, um, just unnecessarily uh, perturbed or angry over who they decide to put on the cover, um, you know, because it, it honestly, if you would said, oh, it's Kale McCarr and Marie Flute uh, Philippe Poulain, I was like, yeah, I'd say that's cool. Like, you know, it's, it's. I don't think I would be any less mad that it wasn't Zegras, but it's just the whole, obviously, it's, you know, there's a difference between, you know, NHL 23 and the, and Chell culture, you know what I mean? And Zegras definitely fits it, you know, the, the, the way they're trying to skew and the younger and capture that, you know, more cool, vibey, Chell culture y thing with, you know, so yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, those two are perfect cover athletes for this. And uh, yeah, I'm more concerned about what the gameplay is like, like most shell fans, you know?
1: Yeah. And well, I want to get into that too, because I was actually having this exact conversation yesterday with a couple of friends and it was, I was like, I haven't bought in a couple of years because I feel like every year it's just kind of the same game. And like, I enjoyed the three on three and you know, the five on five, is just kind of felt like just been exactly the same. And it's, in my eyes, it's gotten a little worse over the years. I mean, but that's just my opinion. I don't know. And I, I feel like the three on three was a lot of fun. I liked, you know, how they, you know, embraced a little bit more of an arcade style and stuff. So, uh, you know, I feel like with the technology they have with video games now, there's really no excuse to for this not to be a great game. And, you know, Zegris. Uh, you know, be, you know, I, I think he is a perfect athlete because, you know, just watching, you know, the All-Star, you know, you know, the All-Star break and, you know, him doing the shootout goal and you just see how skilled he is. I feel like you're right. He does embrace the chill co- culture. Um, is there see? I don't see. I'm so far behind with these things. Are they having like all the international women's teams? Like, how how are they do, doing like the the women's in there. Yeah, are they they, doing it? they
0: had them. They were last year in twenty. They were in last year, but they are were, they going to do the the uh, pro teams as well? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think they have um, an agreement with the P. Uh, you know what are they? The P, the PWH now. Yeah. Um, so, but I think that they'll. I think they'll definitely have. Uh, you know, team can, they do have an agreement with Hockey Canada and I think uh, USA Hockey. So. I think you will see, you'll see both, you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll obviously you'll see the women for team Canada, like I had mentioned, uh, so Sarah nurse and, uh, Marie flu and all, and all those people. Um, but you'll, and you'll also probably see like Hillary Knight and, and uh, Amanda Kessel and, uh, but yeah, I, I actually don't know if you're going to be able to, I, I mean, and that's also other women's teams that played in the, for the women's world championships. Cause that's, uh, literally every team that played for the women's worlds, uh, were part of NHL 22 last year. So I assume it's the same thing. You know what I mean? So you'll have team Canada, team Finland, team Sweden, team, uh, R- Olympic athletes of Russia, or whatever they're going to be. You know what I mean? But, uh, that's more interesting to me, how they're going to handle the the rush, uh, the team Russia thing, or if they're going to, you know, yeah. uh, well, so we, we shall well. see. But, um, but yeah, I just think, yeah, it'll you'll be able to yeah just uh, choose whoever you want to play us and just put them in.
1: Yeah, well, I you know uh, there's been times where I had to choose the the, the Montreal Canadiens Centennial team that have like a perfect rostered team and I'd still lose to some of my friends. So that, that just shows my skill level in the game. So, but I do want to get your take on the actual gameplay itself. Are you expecting anything different this year? Like, like i don't know i i feel like it's been the same for the last
0: couple of years yeah um, i mean and listen i i but there's I like think, what are you
1: gonna do with it so like, that's what, the thing
0: what? it's tough it's if you change the mechanics altogether people are gonna be like why did you change it like i like the skill stick or whatever but right they just want it's weird because you obviously it's a cliche but you obviously cannot please everybody all the time um so they have been experimenting with different game modes and trying to expand be a pro, which is I primarily play be a pro. That's like, you know, there's some people that are primarily just running, you know, world of Chell online or playing threes or whatever or ones or whatever the fuck they call it now. Uh, and there's people that are super about playing like GM mode and GM can, they want to bring GM connected where you can play in a online league with other people. But Yeah, I mean, last year, the big addition was the X-Factors, which, you know, I didn't mind. It was just like a a simple little, like, almost like adding power-ups, you know. Uh, You you can equip different things to, or different uh, things to just, you know, I I guess, uh, to buff some of your different aspects of your player. So, you know, a thing where it's like, You'd have like puck magnet where you can easily pick up p- pucks that are like bad passes, or you know, in tight where you're when you were in tight on the goalie or you know, you could your hands went up to like from whatever they were to ninety-nine automatically, you know what I mean, or that type of stuff. So uh, you know, I I, I assume with this one, since it's Trevor Ziegris, I think you already know they're gonna put that Milano Ziegris goal in the behind the net, you know, because they added mm-hmm. They added the Michigan um, animation last year, you know, and they added the tap back behind the goal where you bounce it, you know, you go behind the net and then you you pass it to yourself and quickly pivot, you know, off the back of the, the net. So, yeah, they'll add a couple more. I assume they're going to add some, some more animations for that type of stuff. But at the same time, it's like uh, everyone, like I said, has their own things they want. And for me, it was always about making sure the AI is plays like an actual hockey team. You know, it's not too OP, but it's also not too. And it, obviously there's tuners and gameplay sliders, but just, just a baseline. And honestly, I did think that in, I do. I've enjoyed NHL 22 more than I enjoyed 21. I think the AI is way better. I think they react to situations more like a team you were playing would be. But yeah, I don't know. It's uh it's tough. I guess if you're asking me, it's like, if unrealistically, I'm like, I want something really cool and different, but I just don't know what that is. And I don't think anyone really, really does. You know, I just think, I guess, but I say that knowing that some of the best sports games in the history of, you know, uh, of the and or whether, you know, whether it's Madden or NBA or EA NHL, it's like when they take a chance and they change something up big or they add a big feature or like whatever, I just feels like in the past, when they've tried recently in the past decade, when they try to do it, they'll add like, you know, a, be a pro mode, but it's kind of half baked and it doesn't seem realistic and it's not fun. It's like, yeah, you have all these new options. Well, are they fun? It's like, well, not really, but it's more realistic. It's like, okay, like you now, like now you can buy things with the money you make in your pro contract. You can buy like a house and you can buy like a chauffeur and a social media manager. I'm like, why do you, I need a social media manager. You know what I mean? I don't know. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, again, I, it's the battle between reality and like, arcade I call it arcade mode, but we all know what that was. It's like, you know, it's, you know, is it like, you know, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey versus do you want, how real do you want it? And I, I don't know. I, I feel like, although I don't find it fun, I think there's kids out there that like love the fact that you can get, get a social media manager. Like they probably love that, you know? Yeah, like, maybe. You know, it's just, you know, there's different things that like, you know, kids these days and, you know, I, I guess I'm like in the middle ground of being a kid and an adult, but I'm sure they go nuts over that stuff. So, um, okay. you yeah. know, but the, the main thing, though, is like it, it's the gameplay can never be too realistic in my eyes. Like, yeah, there's got to be some sort of balance between arcade mode and reality. And, you know, and I knew right away that once the NHL. EA sports decided to add like stick handling that they would eventually take it overboard. But I do think that they're, they're, you know, I'm sure with technology coming out that they can make it super realistic, but also don't want to
0: make it overly complicated because you will lose a lot of players. And I, I do like the skill stick as it stands right now. I think it's pretty, pretty bang on. Like I would never want them to take a radically different approach and change it. I think it's, it's perfect for the movement and the stick handling I think is almost perfect out how it is. It's just that they have to find ways to, um, just make, like you said, James, make it like you have to balance the fact you want to be a realistic game, but it also has to be fun. You know what I mean? It has to be a little arcadey or, you know, um, but it also, I, you know, I think some people want it where it's like, well, they don't want everyone to be able to do everything. It's like, I want to like, if I pass, if I flip the puck up and, uh, panarin catches it right like then it's like all right now i want him to be able to do all the crazy stuff but if i flip it up and then um i don't know kevin rooney catches it but he can still do like a spinorama between the legs whatever like i'm like then what's the point you know right. It's kind of you want special players to be special so yeah uh a big thing they can fix that has sucked the last few years is the soundtrack It's like such a huge part of the game. People still go nuts over the NHL 2003 soundtrack and the one soundtrack. You know what I mean? It's like and for the last few years, it hasn't been good at all. It's like, you know, I, I don't know if it's a money thing, if it's like, well, it's too expensive to get the most popular songs of the day where it's like you know, in all one, it was just like all bangers. It was like, yeah, some 41 and, yeah. and and whatever, uh, Blink-182 and and whatever, this metal band or whatever. And, and you yeah. know, this rap song was actually good. But now it's just like, it's not even stuff that's popular on like TikTok. It's just like, well, this is a Canadian band that's pseudo popular, so they're going to make it in. And then this is like a poppy band that's kind of up and coming, so we'll put them in. You know, there might be one or two good songs, but ultimately it's not good. It's just like, Every song should be a banger and put some throwback songs in it. You know what I mean?
1: Like they definitely should do. I was just going to say that definitely, you know, do some throwbacks, do the best songs of, you know, I don't know. The best songs of the last, like, you know, 10 years or something like that. I don't know. Like they could do something like that for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, looking back, the music, you know, Limp Bizkit, it just takes me back to, like, I don't know, when video game, like, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, like, that was all about, like, the soundtrack and music. And, like, maybe our generation cares, but, like, do kids actually care about the music in the video game? Or is this something that, like, is specifically for, you know, 30-plus-year-olds, you know, that are like, T- 2001 was the best, like, why can't they recreate that? Is that something like the kids? Like, like I have
0: no idea. Like, I mean, like, listen, I, 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 I don't know. I know. Listen, I know. Not everyone's a fan of every genre of music, but like, let's say you put like uh, a throwback. Let, let's say you put like My Chemical Romance in this, right? Okay. I think no matter who you are, you'd be like, oh, because even young kids on TikTok, they're they're all about the throwbacks too. They as much as they shit on uh, millennials and Gen X, they, there's also they try to emulate their culture and they you know get down with stuff that they're they're too young to experience because they're kind of jealous. They didn't, but they also have their own stuff. Like you know, I think the biggest thing is that like you're not um, like I had mentioned. It's like they don't put they'll put stuff, but they won't put like really like you're not probably not going to see a post Malone song on you know on shell. It's Just kind of the way it is, right? You'd think like Bieber would try to like push his music on there. That's too. yeah, that that always was weird to me. Let like, why that although now he's not really, I'm trying to think because it's oh, excuse me, sorry. It's like he's gone now that he's like uh, born again and married to Helly Bieber. It's like he's not really doing stuff like maybe Peaches could have been on the last one, but it'd be kind of weird. But you know, it, it's I don't know. Uh but yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It just you he's such a huge fan. It's be very strange he's never had anything on there or well, like, I'm surprised the bad no bad bunny or this or whatever, you know. College football is back, and it's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, right now new customers can bet just five dollars on any team and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly, win or lose. If that's not enough action, you can also place the same game parlay for a shot at an even bigger payout. Just combine multiple bets into one, like which team will get the win, which team to score first, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See slash sportsbook for terms and resources. If you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1 800 889 9789. In New York, call 877 8HOPE, New York, or text HOPE, New York. One per new customer. Minimum five dollar deposit and wager, two hundred dollars issued as is eight twenty five dollar free bets.
1: Yeah, I'm just surprised like musicians haven't decided like even with like NBA and 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 Madden and stuff like that like nobody's decided to release a song through a video game yet. Or yeah, that's, maybe that sounds like a good idea, right? Like I don't know. I just feel like that that could be you know pretty cool and interesting. I mean they do it through Fortnite and stuff like that, or have like live concerts through Fortnite, where you're in the Fortnite world. And you know, the person does like a full fledged concert. So like, why not just drop a song with, you know, the, you know, with, you know, whatever game it is, you know, whether that be NBA or Madden or NHL and and another question, Andy, do you think they ever just change it to Chell?
0: Do I do you god I never... would hope not. I, <laughs> uh, it, it, wouldn't have surprised it wouldn't have surprised me if this was the year they changed it to shell i don't think so i think hopefully they know that it's cooler because there was a shell mode inside of nhl so i think that's already a thing you know what i mean it's like that i'm getting the one this year by the way what because i have a ps5 so i'm getting yeah i'm getting nhl this year because i do want to see how it is on they had the whole like out on the ponds and then you could get you could buy like different fits and beanies and stuff for online play, you know, and play out, you know, which was trying to embrace the more like, listen, hockey is a culture lifestyle thing. You know what I mean? Which I get, which I think I thought it was a okay, cool idea. You know, I don't, I don't play it as much though. Again, I'm, I'm usually my favorite thing to do. And I've said this many times on the podcast is I think of like, I try to make up a fake player, right? So I'll do be a pro, but I'll make like, I'll make like a uh, a two way Swedish center who only passes, you know, who's yeah. like a genius level passer, but like is not physical at all. But then I'll make like, you know, uh, like whatever, like like Jake McGruff, you know, from Western Saskatchewan, right shot, right handed D who is like big and slow and lumbering, but he just like takes booming slap shots and just lays people out and I'll play a whole thing as that, you know what I mean? <laughs> Which is kind of strange. I know other people probably don't do that, but I do it, it or amuses me or I'll be like an undersized Russian sniper who literally just only shoots. The puck is like the world's very tiny, but like is also has like the, the fastest, you know, maxed out, you know, speed stats. Cause he's just really tiny and has like a rocket of a, a wrist shot. You know what I mean? So yeah, so they? that's what I usually do in a weird way. Well, that's but. what you're
1: supposed to do with these games. Like, yeah. it's
0: built for that type of experience. Like, it's
1: it's a custom experience that you can do over. That's what they want you to do over yeah. and over and over again. Like, there's no limits to what you can do. So. Yeah,
0: I, I'm really surprised other than um, for the, like, GM mode. Like, you can obviously trade. But like, I'm surprised there's not more to that. Like in the, when you're trading, you can't negotiate like you. There is a negotiation, but it's just like there's a set internal value. It's not like you can't work them over. Like the more you call them, you you know, you can't choose like options to like kind of get them to lower their price. You know what I mean? Because I yeah. feel like that would be cool. Like if you could be like, try to fleece a GM, but it's not going to be easy. He's like, Throw well, when this do you guy think in. they break, start ranking coaches? Well, they don't have real coaches in it. I don't know if that's... I, they don't have well, it because they're not part of the NHLPA. They can't... But you could rank those... Co- like,
1: that coached Like, since they're not in it, you could just make, like, coach... You know, you know, coach X. You know, if he's coaching the Rangers and the Rangers made it to the Eastern Conference Final, you know, maybe, like, you can... Co- when you call a
0: timeout, there's an extra boost or something that your players get. Yeah, you know, they're in for um, Hutt they had that where you would shoot your coaching car and they each had different strengths. So it like, if you were a defensive coach, it would bolster, you know, defensive Defense. stats. And if you were an offensive coach or uh, whatever, if you were well-rounded, whatever, or a goaltender, whatever, um, you know, it would be, it would, I would obviously understand if they expanded that and made it like, you know, similarly in the game, it's like, you can choose your coach or your coaching style or whatever. Um, but cause yeah, I think for a while it was really, you know, you could re- you can almost like create plays and stuff, but I don't think anyone was doing that because who wants to like sit there and try to like create breakout plays and, you know, whatever. Um, I think it would be cool if you could have there was set breakout plays or, or, or face off plays that you could almost like custom before the gets dropped. You, you whatever you can scroll through and it'll tell like if you win, then you know that, you, you know, your other wingers going right. You can tell them to go right to the go right to the net. You know what I mean? and that way yeah. at least you create a screen but they don't do that right now which seems like a very obvious thing i don't know why they don't do that well you could
1: do even even custom plays you know what i mean yeah like like where you can draw it up where well,
0: they, well that's what i'm saying they did it but it didn't people didn't really use it and it was overly complicated from what i remember um, yeah it was a few years well ago.
1: you know what they need to do is like a connective clipboard like a dry erase board that yeah, like, yeah. It, it, that it, like as you draw on it
0: like yeah it programs well if you have the- it for the switch you could do it in the Maybe, oh, yeah, oh, well, right no, it on has the to screen. be docked, I guess. Um, you know what, I was awesome, but they don't, they this is not a thing anymore. Is that when for I had NHL 13, was it 12 or 13 for the PS2 or no, excuse me, for the, the PS uh, three, three had, three had to be out by then, yeah, yeah, sorry, it was for the PS3, excuse me, and you could, you could have like you <laughs> this, oh my god. Uh, you could take put songs on a on a flash drive, or if you wanted to, you could also put songs on a like a, a CD a CDR if people remember what that is, right? You create like mixtapes and or mixtape mix CDs, right? Yeah, and you could you could have it, you know, tracks, and then you could put your own custom music, whatever you wanted, in the game. So like you can make your and you can have custom goal songs. So like this was before they had the rights to the. So I put the Rangers goal song in there or it's like whenever they came out to the ice, you could say, play the song. So I put like Bob O'Reilly on there so they would come out and it would play it. And I was like, this is dope. You know what I mean? But uh, you can't do that anymore, I guess, for copyright reasons. But that was cool, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, that was that was sick. I mean, that was definitely a great idea. I don't really remember that, even
0: though was
1: I playing NHL a lot then?
0: Because college obviously was just nonstop. But obviously, uh, I know why they don't do that. You, I mean, because it's like, or put it in the game, it's like not like it's hard enough for them to get the. They don't even have all the goal songs. You know what I mean? Only the ones right. they can get the rights to. Like if they some teams that use a custom one, it's like for Chicago, they were like, we got to get Chelsea Dagger. Or the Rangers, luckily, Ray Castaldi, who's their organ player, is technically wrote the song, so the Rangers own it. He wrote it for them, so they can say, "Yeah, use it, put in the game for us." But like, if a team is using like Jimmy World, it's like they're probably not going to have their song in the, their goal song in the game, you know? Well, let me or ask they might you a have question. A, a, a bad bass version. Yeah, go ahead.
1: If you could program your own goal song for you personally, almost like a walk-up song
0: in baseball, yeah, what would your personal goal goal song be? I guess it depends, because if you're playing as the Rangers... Oh, that that would be another cool thing. It's like some teams do that where every player gets a goal song. It would be cool if you're, cu- you're, if you're a pro, you could give yourself a custom goal song. I think it depends. I would try, probably try to go funny with it, because that's just who I am. Yeah, um, I think oh, I'd go funny, too. Actually... You no, know, you go first and then I'll try to figure out one. Um, I was thinking, I think because the, the Buffalo Sabres did that with their players. Each got their own goal songs. I think Cody Eakin had a really funny one. I just can't remember what it was. I'm trying to think. It was funny. It was like, you know, it's like in The Simpsons when Homer is boxing and he and he, he comes out to like, why can't we be friends? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but wait, wait, hold on. Oh, I think I found a. Cause yeah, obviously, uh, I'm trying to find the funny things here where are the Cody, Cody can had, you ain't seen nothing yet by Bachman Turner overdrive, which is funny cause he's got the mullet and it's, it's almost like a, it's a, it's basically just throwing it out to Joe dirt. You know what I mean? Right. Jeff Skinner, had a party in the USA. Mark Pissick had bye, 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 bye in sync. Uh, you, you know, I don't yeah, know. Why. I think I'd go like, was it rolling by limb biscuit? I mean yeah. that's a, that's definitely the throwback to what is that? Is that NHL O2? Well, I think that's NHL Hits. Oh, Hits, you're right. Yeah, yeah. with Prong, it was, with Pronger on the cover. Yeah,
1: it had Pronger what, and then was Pronger? Stevens? Stevens the next year?
0: Yeah, O three, uh, NHL Hits O three had Pronger on it, and I think uh, then O two, the year Stevens? before had had Scott Stevens on it. Yeah, yeah. No, NHL Hits was awesome.
1: I'd well, do. that's another
0: thing. Well, I don't they I guess it's it's owned by a different studio who is at Midway, so I, yeah, I guess they they can't use the the name Hits or whatever. But it would be cool if cuz obviously they have sub modes in it. It'd be cool if they had like an NHL Hits mode in Chell, you know, but obviously What was the like, mode with uh like it would
1: go like banana peel and it was like an arcade's type type mode and there'd be like just random bananas dropping on the ice.
0: Oh, um, and it would
1: like wipe your player out. I played that so... I couldn't even tell you how many hours I played that in college. I'm like, it was to... just... It would always be on, because there would always be just two people playing it.
0: I don't remember. Fuck. Uh, it sounds so familiar, but I don't... Well, I, I, I just... I, And, like,
1: you would get, like, a, a mode where you, like... You would, like, beast... It'd be,
0: like, a beast mode. Your player would be huge. This and probably Sometimes... Hits. It had to be one of the hits games, I don't think right? it was hits it was i was in I was in college I think it was part of NHL. I'll look it up well, maybe they had a throwback mode or something like uh yeah yeah it
1: was like a similar mode to hits, but it wasn't like NHL hits and it, it was in I think it was called NHL arcade to be honest with you it's probably that NHL arcade
0: game. oh yeah NHL arcade which which uh, NHL game did you play the most like, was uh, there one I mean, over was, the years? Yeah. Like which, which one, I know you've probably played a, a lot of them and as of I, but like, which one was like the one that you were like the most, I mean, hit hits probably was hits,
1: hits yeah. Wayne Gretzky's 3d hockey. I mean, that's like, I was at an age where like, it's not like I went out with my friends. I was young. So I, I literally would play that hours every night until you know until i literally just fell asleep holding the joystick i like for sure that but then in college you know NHL 10 and 11 were huge i played that a ton and then you know after college you know i i you know obviously my gameplay decreased over the years but yeah NHL 15 i played a lot um yeah, yeah. but it's 3 on 3 NHL arcade It was like a separate game, I guess, Um, is the game I'm talking about. Uh, So if anybody's ever played that, you probably know what the hell I was talking about when I said, you know, banana peel, because literally bananas would just fall into the ice and you would like wipe out and then you can hit guys through the glass and just throw them out of the rink. It was chaos. And like you would shrink the other player, the other team's goalie or and then you could you would be huge. Like there were so many different things that were happening, it was insane. Wild, wild game to play, um, yeah. but which one? Which game did you play the most?
0: It was tough because I was like very in and out with it, like because um, I my earliest hockey video game memories were playing, uh, obviously NHL '94 in my cousin's mm-hmm. basement, right. You know? I mean, that's a classic for sure. Obviously, though. it's a classic. And this was this was an obvious this wasn't even in 04. this. This was 94. This was probably more like 96 or 97. So it was already a two or three year old game. Uh, but I definitely played. I definitely put which it's funny because I don't like I have to. I only remember them more by the cover athletes like um, I played uh, the one. Which, well, like, fuck. there was a few of them. And some were really bad and I like picked them up and I didn't put them down. But like the first time they had like not hits, but prom- NHL 2000 that a pronger on the cover. I played that one a fuck ton. Um, I played the one with uh, Eric Stahl on the cover too. What was that? Oh, seven or something. Oh, eight, maybe. Yeah. Um. What else? Like there was another one in there. I, I think. Oh, the one that had Danny Heatley on the cover. I played a lot. I, don't, I forget which one that was. That was earlier than that, but, and then I think my biggest one was, um, uh, was it 20, the, the one I had mentioned, uh, that had a uh, Bergeron on the cover. Was that 2013? Uh, I think that, so. Yeah. I played that one. Oh no, that, uh, no, I'm sorry. 2013 12? was Drew. No, I think it was, it was either 13 or 14. Drew was oh 2013. God. Oh no. 14 had Brodeur on it. And I think 15 had... I'm getting them confused. 15 had Bergeron. No, it was four. It was 14. It was the last one. NHL 14 was the last one before 15 was when they finally made the switch to like the new engine and the new graphics. Bergeron was 15. Brodor was 14. And then Giroux was 13. But it was the Brodor one, which obviously I wasn't a fan of the cover, but that I played it. Me and my roommate
1: was 12. I have the list right here.
0: Yeah. I don't Me mean, my roommate that. played NHL 14 so much like all night. Um, you know, it was in my, it was in my mid twenties and just like living, you know, with a friend and we just played it so much. So, and it was awesome. And even, uh, it was, cause even eventually, like it was, I think it was, it was released on both PS, uh, yeah, it was on it was on PS3. And I think that when NHL, um, you know, NHL 15 came out, I think that's like, right, that's when PS4 first came out, but it was still available on the, They had a version, a port of it for the PS3 that was like really different for 15. But no, NHL 14 was my shit. And I, I thought that was a really good game because that was like the apex of the pre before they s- tried a big revamp of the game mechanics and the controls and stuff.
1: Um I wanted to ask you a question. Yeah, Did you ever play Stanley Cup? It's like NHL Stanley Cup for like Super Nintendo.
0: NHL Stanley Cup. For Super yeah, Nintendo. it was
1: a wild thing with the with the it's it was like the view was like you were on the ice.
0: Oh, no I I have and seen. It was just, I've never got, played and, it. I have seen it in videos, and it sounds. It looked insane. I played I, a lot of that. Um, was that good? Like, because it looks no, like it's cool. It's cool. I'm sure for the time, it was really. It was cool, cool looking, looking but it seems like it would be really difficult to like navigate. It was, yeah, it was awful because
1: it was. It didn't have the bird's eye view, so you didn't even know where you were on the ice half the time, and the whole time it was just whoo huh, whoo. Huh, yeah, like they had like the one noise like it was just a hard game and it was like hard passing. Cause you like, you legit had to like feel like you had to look across the ice to see like where your teammates were and you couldn't barely see them. It was just an like awful game, but I
0: played it so much cause I don't know. It's all I had at the time, but uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if that far back, it was like NHL 94. I played 95 at another friend's house and it was pretty much the same game. So I didn't really clock it much differently. Um, and then, yeah, the, the late nineties NHL games, I have very like limited, basically I stopped, I kind of fell out because with my hockey fandom, like when the Rangers were like, you know, in the early to mid nineties, I was really high on them and then it it was clearly getting shitty. So other than I would kind of checked out and then I checked a little bit, I checked back in for the, you know, in the early aughts for like, you know, Detroit and Carolina or excuse me, Detroit and Colorado, and then you know, kind of same thing. And it was like, eh, you know, the lockout and and um, the hurricane, you know, was winning. I was like, okay. And then uh, I, you know, I, I went. My fandom came back stronger in the early two, you know, early uh, twenty, you know, twenty tens. You know, I just kept, or at least as far as the video games go, I just in terms of my overall hockey interest. So, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, there's so many good and bad games along <laughs> along the way, you know.
1: Yeah, no, and it, it, I, I can't wait to get this one because you got me excited for it. I have the PS5 now, um, which is a humble brag, I guess. And I'm curious to see how it is on this platform. And I think the last NHL I got, um, I think I got 20. That was the last one I got. But I played the other ones. so. And I just felt like it was exactly the same, so I didn't waste my money. But uh, yeah, I'm very curious to see how. Um, yeah, the last one I bought was NHL 20. I played 2021 a bit in NHL 2022, not that much, but uh, I'm curious to see how NHL 23 is. Um, but yeah, anything else, Andy? With the video? I feel like we can do a whole another podcast. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, about- just on video
0: games no yeah uh, just to say i don't know what this the next you know nhl 23 is going to look like um because it's one thing it's like they could do every they can make all the little fixes that fans have been clamoring for or like this is broken fix it or like it's sh- this animation being fix it or like whatever you the ai shouldn't do this and they could do all that and then yeah those people be like well they fix that's great but it's like but they didn't add anything new so it's always you know complaining um Uh, I do think if you know I'm trying to think which which NBA game has the does everyone think is the goat it's the one where they first not the the most recent one where like you could like bump into James Harden and then he'd say like I'll see you on the court but there was one I know I know NBA Street um, was it 10 or Street 2 or whatever it was was is like a goat video sports video game I play that a little bit but um, yeah I don't know I just it's would be nice to see something different. And it's not, not just like a little offer up in a mode, you know, it would be right. just, if you had one mode that was just so different from everything else. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't um, know.
1: And I don't even know, like, what can you do? Cause it's like, if you make it great, people are still going to expect changes. Not everyone's going to love it. And you know, it's just i guess the cycle of video games cuz it's like you know at some point you know in the you know future you know the, you'll probably get like an actual hockey stick like you know and you'll wear goggles and you know or you know those virtual reality goggles and you'll be within the
0: game so i don't know um, yeah. i just i think if i could only make one if one request it's just make the make the soundtrack just better you know what i mean put some vintage rap in it put some vintage and this is not like an old man or it is i guess an old man yells a cloud moment put some like you know put a new metal or some shit in it you know put some early aughts pop punk but then also put stuff that's cool now like it would be cool if it like or or more contemporary like you know you can have black and yellow in in one corner and then have like I don't know, like Gangstar or something in the in the opposite, or you know, or I don't even know who the current cool rock bands are, Rival Sons or whatever, but then also have, you know, like a, a grunge song. <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: Dude, I, I love th- that song.
0: But that's the thing, is that any if you play any song that was on the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater soundtrack, the first one, people immediately go crazy. Like, if you showed me a montage of Zegris, like little animated Tre- Trevor Zegris, um, you know, doing trick shots, but it's playing Jerry was a Race Car Driver by Primus, I would be like, lose my shit, you know what I mean? Because it yeah. just unlocks something in you, or whatever. Or, or, uh, god, I'm trying to think of all the other good songs in the Tony Hawk's soundtrack. There were so many good. You know what song? Had, you know what uh, game was, which was an okay game, but had a really awesome soundtrack. Was uh, Dave Mirrors' BMX Two? Yes, that that soundtrack was dope. It was so good. Yes, yeah, is that so. the one
1: with the red cover?
0: Yes. Okay, I, I agree. Then is did he die? Is he is Dave Mirra dead?
1: Dude, I, that is, this might be a great. Yeah, light. he oh, was. Wow. He died in
0: twenty sixteen. Jesus fuck, I forgot How about old that. He? How? Um, doing a stunt. Uh, no, unfortunately I think it was a suicide, which is awful. Oh geez. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, he had, had a lot of concussions, so yeah, yeah, you can definitely, which is sad, but, um, that between that and, um, Dave Mira and then the, the, was it Mike Hoffman also had a game. The Dave Mira game was way better. I thought, although I, I have yeah, friends I that are, think I'm like nuts. They're like, you're crazy. But, you know, what was cool about Dave Mira is that that game is that you could create your own skate park like, you know, they had they it had like one of the best skate park builder building mechanics of any game I've ever played. Like the the level of custom like it would you just make insane, although I'm sure I haven't played a lot of skateboarding and BMX games since and I'm sure now you can just make crazy loops and all this other stuff, but it was pretty impressive like what you could do so. And that's, I love shit like that. Anything that has like a world building mechanic. I don't know how it would ever relate to a hockey game. Um, well, I have a mode that um, that will eventually be in the NHL series. Now really? that we, we put it
1: out in the universe. Yeah, I'm taking credit for this right now. They're going to, there's going to be a three on three soccer mode. <laughs> And they're going to every the players are going to be in their like their warm up Oh, in the back. In the back. Yeah,
0: honestly, they should do that because every team does that. That would be a fun little backstage, even if it was in be a pro and you get challenged to it and you have to play uh, what do they call it, kick, keep up or, you know. Yeah. Kick the ball. Yeah. That's the thing, because they try to like they said they were giving you like for the last one and it would be like, hey, we have a day off. Do you want to go to the park? And it's like, come on, man. That's not what NHL is talking about. It doesn't have to be as explicit. But right. the fact that like they almost did like money, they would do money on the board. They'd be like, you, you know, Oh, I bet, you know, we, if you, I'll give you 500 bucks if you're more physical or something. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just feels like, um, I, I also like that they took out was such a little thing is that you could change in, I forgot which, which year it was. It might've been 12 that you could change. Like you could pick the curve on your stick and it would like give you worse puck handling. But like, I heavier shot or like, you know, a better wrist shot, like little stuff like that. I thought was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So based on just, just customized to this game, just more, basically more options to leave it open, to customize the gameplay to your preference. You know what I mean? As opposed, as opposed to like a railed, like this mode is, it is what it is, but it's totally different, but it's like, it's what we say it is, as opposed to like giving the, the players the way to tailor it to themselves more. So, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see when it comes out. When does it come out? I'm gonna look this up right now because I uh, tried yeah. looking up a date and I have no date. It, it it's unreleased yet, or they don't know. Uh, uh, well, uh, I, hold on. You'll probably get it's, it right away. Expect, there's an expected release date of October for. Uh, oh no no no. no. Oh, oh. now they just six hours ago they re, uh, revealed the announcement. No, that's the announcement date.
1: Yeah, and there's like a release date for a trailer. It's which is in August, like I think tomorrow. This
0: usually comes out in, like I said, in early October, I believe, or like late September.
1: Well, the last two years, it was like early October. But prior to that, they were releasing it late September.
0: Yeah. Well, the beta always comes out in some time in the middle of And I've the last few years I have gotten involved with that. Like I got a beta key, not for twenty two, but for twenty one, I did. Um, So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, the gameplay trailer, I think, comes out tomorrow. Yes. So as you're listening to this, you can, you know, maybe they've, maybe they've answered our prayers. But I just, like I said, just hope they have a good soundtrack. That's such an easy fix. Uh, unfortunately, maybe it involves throwing more money than they want to at the problem. But then think about how much you're paying your, your devs to do, do that stuff where it's like the gameplay could be so much cooler. And here's another thing. How about an option for the music to keep playing while you're playing the game? Right is that is that an option is that an option already? I don't
1: know. I think feel like people now just have their Spotify playlist and it's playing in the background to begin with.
0: Yeah, but then it's like a different speaker, and it's like yeah, then you're muting the game and it's just different, you know. So I don't know. Yeah, I just think it would be if the music's good and it played while you were playing like and it was coming out of the same speaker you're playing it on and you still got the, the the sound effects for you know hits and the puck and everything yeah well i don't know
1: i mean there's a million things that they could
0: do yeah we'll see we'll see how it plays out
1: one thing at a time i guess yeah. um anything else before we wrap up here
0: no uh again i didn't <laughs> i didn't intend on spending a whole episode talking about shell but uh yeah, no, I get it. Uh, clearly, I had more thoughts about it than I want, or I, I thought, because I'll always say like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. I don't really have an opinion on them. I don't get as upset as other people. But here, I, here we spend 40, 45 you know, minutes talking about. Chill. No, um, you know, uh, the the NHL regular season is so close. What five weeks out, right? Yeah. And and when's the preseason start? Preseason starts even when's the, like a, a month essentially. Yeah, basically four weeks. So, and yeah. which means training camp is three weeks. So, uh, it's I can't believe it's already here. This was, you know, it's it's been a while, but this seems like this was the shortest off season in a long time. You know, well, yeah, September twenty sixth is the Rangers' first preseason game against the Islanders. Yeah, so is yeah, literally, a month um, yeah, basically, when you're listening away. to us, a month away. Yeah, so. uh
1: yeah. Yeah, I got nothing else, Andy. So send us off here.
0: All right. Um, congratulations to New York Zone, New York State Zone, Trevor Zegers uh, and Sarah Nurse for being the new cover athletes for NHL twenty three. Uh, we just found out we have a fun new sponsor, which we will be unveiling uh, in the next few weeks. Here, uh, not this week, but neck by next week, we should be announcing our partnership with them uh, as the, here on the Hockey Podcast Network. So that's very exciting. Uh, and yeah, I mean, w- we didn't talk about this time, but uh, you know, it'll be, we're, as we get closer, James and I are obviously going to size up the competition for the New York Rangers in the metropolitan division. Uh, Lou Lamorello's, you know, his, his four, tr- you know, his four uh, signings he had in the chamber were finally unveiled and none of them were Nazem Kadri. Uh, <laughs> they were just kind of re-signing players I already had, and they signed some minor depth players. Um, I am upset that the the hurricanes uh, signed Stasny. I thought that was a nice piece of business by them. Although they're they're, If this doesn't work out for them, their uh, salary situation could be really tight. So, but you know, he's a, he's one of those players that doesn't put up big counting stats, but his underlying numbers are awesome and he should be a good player for them. So unless, but he's older. So who knows? Maybe this is the year he falls off a cliff. It's hard to tell, but yeah, I wanted him for the Rangers, but we got Carpenter instead for similar money. I guess it is what it is. Um, and yeah, like, as always, if there's something you have an opinion on, our, if our Chell opinions are shit and you want to let us know, just tweet us at Broadway Boys Pod on Twitter. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, wherever you're listening to your podcast, we really do appreciate it. It pushes us up the list when people are searching for hockey podcasts. Every now and then, when an episode drops, I'll go, you know, on the front page. And, like, we'll be in that list somewhere. You know, not towards the top, obviously, but somewhere. Which is always fun. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, no shade to, like, locked on New York Rangers or all the, all the other ones. Because, again, we're, we're we're happy that so many podcasts about hockey exist because it's just we all love hockey. That's great. But secretly we would like to be higher than them. Sometimes. Only sometimes. Uh, yeah, and we will see you all uh, next Monday. So enjoy your week, everybody. One last little heat wave here. Let's get through it and get to, as James put it, uh, let's get back to that sweater weather.